0: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: To get closer and closer to the draft, Thursday night it is coming up and the rumors continue to fly. Good morning from New York City. KJZ, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key Today. And right now it's time for our KJZ Mock Draft. We have our guest analyst today is Field Yates, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Field.
0: Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? It's a uh, great week ahead. I hope you both are doing well.
1: Yes, sir. And we are getting right into our mock draft because we are in the 20s now. 21 through 24, and the picks are in. Mike Wells, ESPN Colts reporter.
2: With the 21st pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Oklahoma State tackle Tevin Jenkins. I think this is a, a solid pickup for them. When you think about Jenkins, he's a big, strong tackle at the point of attack. They continue to build this offensive line. If you go back several years ago prior to Andrew Luck's retirement, they went out there and made sure that they were going to shore up the offensive line. They gave way to Jacoby Bursett. Didn't work out. They bring in Phillip Rivers. They make it to the playoffs. But that is the one consistent thing about what the Indianapolis Colts have been able to do. Taven Jenkins out of Oklahoma State is a solid pick for them, although they could have gone on the interior defensive line side as well, Phil, and did that.
0: Yeah, the offensive line certainly feels like an area they're going to address at some point in the draft. And Tevin Jenkins, as you mentioned, Key, he's the nastiest tackle in the op- in the draft class. He is a guy who wants to punish you. He wants to finish. He wants to make you not want to line up for another snap against him. We mm-hmm. saw it consistently in the Big 12. I think this is about where he's going to go off the board. He's a player who... Probably could play right tackle as well in the NFL, but with Braden Smith locked up on the right side for Indianapolis, it feels like he would be a natural fit on the left side. As always with GM Chris Ballard, you can keep in mind the possibility of a small trade down to add additional draft capital. Indy only has six picks and then potentially find a guy comparable to Tevin Jenkins a little bit further down the board.
1: All right, I want to remind everybody, 888 say ESPN, 888 Because once we're done with the mock of the next couple of picks, we will take your calls to Field and to Keyshawn on the draft. So the next pick is in. It's the Titans at 22. Caroline Fenton, 1025, the game.
3: With the 22nd pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Tennessee Titans select Aziz Ojalari, linebacker out of the University of
0: Georgia.
2: I think when you look at this defense, Aziz is a great pickup here at the linebacker spot. They continue to build this defense. Offensively, I think they're set pretty good at the receiver position as well at the running back spot. They just acquired Sam Donald. So the offensive needs is not pressing as much as the defensive side of the ball as they continue to build the defense.
0: Yeah, I think Ojolari would be an interesting pickup here for Tennessee to compliment Bud Dupree, obviously signed this offseason away from Pittsburgh in a five-year deal. Tennessee banking on him coming back to full strength quickly after tearing his ACL midseason last year. Tennessee saw more defections on the offensive side of the ball this offseason, but what you would be getting in Ojolari would be a player who could fill the role that although he's much different body type-wise than Genevieve and Clowney, that will be kind of what you'd be looking for here, a guy who can give you some pass rush off the edge. Right now, the strength of Tennessee's pass rush is really the interior defensive line with Jeffrey Simmons. They're pretty well set at a couple of key spots, obviously, in Tennessee. they got a very good quarterback. They've got a good left tackle. They have a running back who's worth every penny. They've got a wide receiver one who has some Keyshawn Johnson in his game and A.J. Brown. Uh, this would be a nice pick, though, for Tennessee, and you know, Mike Vrabel is a former defensive guy. Is always going to be on board with the first-round pick going on defense.
2: You know, I'm thinking Carolina Panthers because I'm thinking I'm mimicking. The Tennessee Titans, the running back in Henry, looking at the receivers on the outside, the quarterback in Tannehill and Sam Darnold. I meant the Tennessee Titans need that second wave defender at linebacker for them to get better because their defense was atrocious. All right, we got that clarification in. As
1: we continue, again eight 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 ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Get your calls in. We'll get to those. You can ask Field Yates and also Keyshawn what you want about the draft once we are through these picks. The next pick is in. It's the Jets. And look who we have, Mike Greenberg, NFL draft on ESPN. He will handle it. And here's the pick.
0: With the 23rd pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the New York Jets make the easiest selection in the history of pro football, and that is Jalen Waddell, the receiver from Alabama, whom they cannot believe is still on the board. And candidly, neither can I. Let me give you a stat on Jalen Waddell. He caught 17 touchdown passes in college, he averaged 44 and a half yards per touchdown. He's the most explosive receiver in this draft. He is the closest thing we have to Tyreek Hill in this draft. He should be long gone by the time the Jets pick at 23. But if he's there, turn in the card immediately.
2: You know, I don't know if I pick Jalen Waddle at 23 because when I look at a wide receiver, I need a guy that is bigger. I love the explosive receiver components that he brings to the table. But for my money, I like big guys. I like to take smaller receivers later on in the draft because there's really a handful of things that they can do for me, which is lift the coverage, bubble screen, swing passes, things of that nature. I'm looking for an alpha dog at 23, not just a piece. But if he's there, Phil, I, I just, that's
0: just, wow. yeah, I gotta tell you if <laughs> he is there, I would be so surprised uh, if Jalen Waddle slides all the way down to 23, understanding the way that the board shook out is just one iteration of it. It's not like it's a, a guarantee of how it will shake out once the draft actually begin. He's such a difference maker at the floor for Jalen Waddle right away is to be perhaps the best punt and kick returner in the NFL. That's how special and dynamic he is with the ball in his hands. The Jets have worked a little bit this off season to shore up their wide receiver group, Corey Davis and Keelan Cole. But that being said, I'm not sure that anybody on their roster right now strikes anywhere close to the fear into a defense that Jalen Waddle would. So, Uh, This may be viewed by some as a luxury pick, but it's also an incredible (laughs) value at pick 23.
2: Yeah, I, I think Najee Harris is a safer pick for me at 23.
1: And our last pick of the day at number 24 is the Steelers. Brooke Pryor, ESPN Steelers reporter.
3: With the 24th pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Najee Harris running back Alabama.
2: Well, I spoke him into existence, except it was the (laughs) wrong team. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, they do need a running back. And I think Najee Harris, as a dual threat, he's a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. You can detach him from the line of scrimmage. He can run between the tackles. He can run on the perimeter. He blitz pick up. He doesn't have to come out on third down. I like this for Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, and Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he is an exciting runner. Not all that explosive. Can't necessarily get you the 70-yard home run touchdown in the National Football League but not very many running backs can
0: yeah I mean I'm of the belief that you have a better shot of getting the ground game going by rebuilding the offensive line that being said Najee Harris will be the quick fix right I mean he's obviously going to be a massive massive upgrade over what they got last year out of their running backs and He's a player that played in all three downs in Alabama's offense. You figure he'll do the same for Pittsburgh. He really evolved as a pass catcher this past year outside the numbers, also in the screen game. He can do it all. He would be the early favorite to be the offensive rookie of the year if he lands in Pittsburgh because you would expect him to be like a 300 total touch guy from his very first season with, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Najee Harris at pick 24 feels like one of the most popular mock draft pairings hmm. for
1: a reason. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. All right, so we'll go to the calls right now and get your questions for Field Yates and also Keyshawn Johnson on the draft. And so, oh, Phil, okay, we're going to lose Field? Okay, so we'll have – we'll take your calls. And Keyshawn and I can discuss with you as well. I just wanted to know, Key, before I grab a call here, is with uh, Jalen Waddell, uh, with the Jets or Najee Harris, like, I mean, that's two players. Like you, we're doing a mock here that you can't do trades. So there's a reason why some guys will fall. I can't, I mean, Najee Harris probably could be there at 23 for the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a more yeah. likely Absolutely. guy like Waddle. It's less likely he's even going to be there to make that, that I, debate I, you would have for the Jets. I
2: know that there's this theory out there that is offenses are so much different and everything is spacing and, I know they're selling that narrative at the beginning of every season to people that this is different. Well, it's not different. It's the same damn offense they've been running for as long as you can think of, except there's a few teams that do some explosive things with a couple of explosive players. But for the most part, Charlie Checkdown is still available in the National Football League. (laughs) So when you look at Jalen Waddell, Phil said a luxury pick, he's going to he's going to help them returning punts and kicks. I'm not drafting a dude 23rd to return no damn punts and kicks. Why would I do that if I'm Joe Douglas?
1: Well, that's also what he would do. I mean, they would also use him as a weapon. It's just that where, he can add that going, dimension.
2: Yes, but if you at 23 is fine. If you're drafting him, you're saying he's not going to be there. So those teams that are taking him in the top 10, mm-hmm let's say, where does he fit in? What What is their needs? Do they need this particular player? Could he be the guy that drops then, do you think? I think it's going to be a lot of guys that's going to drop. I don't think he's just going to be one guy. A lot of guys are going to drop based on projections, meaning like who you might think is going at 11 might all of a sudden go to 18. Not because something red flag-wise just Mm -hmm. maybe a team doesn't necessarily need where you have him plugged in at, at that position in a mock draft. That's all it means.
1: All right. So, again, if if Harris is there at 23, I mean, that's an easy pick for the Jets, certainly, right? I think think
2: running back-wise for both the Jets and the Pittsburgh is is big. It's a good pick for both of them. When you take a running back in the first round, he's got to be Zekio Elliott-ish. He has to be Saquon Barkley. He Mm -hmm. has to be Adrian Peterson. Because otherwise, I can get Alvin Kamara later on. And Alvin Kamara clearly is one of the top three or four backs in the league. You didn't project for him to be that. But you projected him to be a great pro, just not what he turned out to be. And anybody that thinks or says to you, Alan, oh, we always thought, well, why didn't nobody pick him earlier then?
1: But that's always the argument about running backs. If you're not going to be dynamic, I can always get him later in the draft. But But, the guys you you get later in the draft, you aren't sure. You think you're sure what they can become, but you'd like them to be a pleasant surprise, a third round, a fourth round pick.
2: Far more successful running backs in this league have gone outside of the first round. I played with Hall of Famer and Curtis Martin. Curtis Mm -hmm. Martin was in the third round, Mm -hmm. mid to late third round. So when you start to look at it, I mean, here in New York, Tiki Barber was a hell of a back when he was sane. He was a hell of a back. He went in not in the first round, so you start to look at it. With Tyron Wheatley went in the first round, go figure, right? I mean, that's all I'm saying. Okay, you, you 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 know, you you hit and miss, but there's more hits in the later rounds on running backs
1: than there are in the first round. And that's what makes this It's not obviously not an exact science. Let's get some calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jihad in North Carolina starts us off.
2: Yes, sir, that's it. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing this morning? Uh, I was just calling to see what you guys think about what the Eagles are going to do this year. As a team, they ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> As a draft prospect, they may take – one of those Alabama receivers, if they're there, Devontae Smith or uh, Jalen Waddle, are best available. Um, they lose they lose Deshaun Jackson, who left in free agency, to the uh, Los Angeles Rams, so they need a top-end speed guy. Uh, I know they drafted Jalen Rigger, but they're not apparently happy with him. Uh, he's, you know, he's still kind of trying to find and learn. The they process. really got to
1: hope. I mean, they really got to hope. He just pans out in the second year, because obviously, in comparison to who went after him, that that turns out to be a, a really bad pick. But obviously, for the Eagles, it's going to start and finish with what are they going to do now at quarterback? They've moved on from Wentz. They are not fully committed to Hurts. That's really the question now. Obviously, with a new coach in there as well, in a division that, aside from seeing what the Cowboys going to become, it's still a division that you don't feel like is a superpower at all. Kevin in Texas. Go ahead, Kevin.
3: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, you
0: know, I'm looking at the board and everybody's saying, you know, my Redskins or, excuse me, the Washington football team need to get this one guy. Who's the best guy for, you know, for the bang of the buck that's going to get them to where they need to be in the first round and, and go out there and start for the team?
2: They're, they're in an interesting spot. Yep. Um, their,
1: I, th- their needs aren't really on the defensive side, right? No, like, like their needs have, are strictly on the offensive side. No, they side don't of have the
2: defensive needs. I think it, their needs are on the offensive side of the ball. Whether or not they elect to take a quarterback with their pick or a wide receiver with their pick, they certainly need to address uh, the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Kevin, uh, we just talked to Kevin. James in Illinois. Hey, hey, how you guys doing. Glad to talk to y'all. Uh, I want to run something by y'all real quick. I've been listening to a lot of sports shows and everything,
0: and I was wondering... With the Say, news man, don't, news don't be listening to
2: no sports shows outside of ours. Yeah, so yeah, yeah you. exactly. You <laughs> no, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I was wondering, since the Falcons are open and trading in Julio Jones, why hasn't anybody said or even floated the idea that the Falcons might be willing to trade Matt Ryan to the 49ers for their pick and Jimmy Garoppolo so that they can start their whole rebuilding process with a new quarterback for the future and a new offensive weapon. Well, I think what happens in that situation is it comes down to salary cap, and Matt Ryan still has some football left in him for Atlanta. If you get rid of Matt Ryan, the, the salary cap number explodes, it balloons. Then you talk about... Jimmy G, who's getting a little bit older, you're still and banged up all the time. You're still in the same position you would be with Matt Ryan in drafting a quarterback. If you draft a quarterback at four with Matt Ryan, take either Trey Lance or Justin Fields, he sits behind Matt Ryan for a couple of years. The same thing would be Jimmy G. You got Jimmy G, and you sitting behind. They're sitting behind him for a couple years. So why move on from Matt Ryan when you're going to, salary cap issues are going to come up and you just can't do what you're doing with Julio Jones because you can push Julio Jones to June. You can't push Matt Ryan to June.
1: Isn't Matt Ryan also a year – Jimmy G's got two years left on his deal, right? I think – doesn't Matt Ryan Matt, have Matt's – got, Matt's got a couple uh, years. I think he's got three years left. Yeah, he's got three years, but although there is a potential out, but still he's got three years left. So I don't know how that – Really resets you going forward, rather well, than Matt, just buying back the one year. But yeah,
2: you you his salary no. cap numbers explode though. His mm-hmm. is like I think about thirty eight million or something like that. Yeah. All right. I if was they just, move I, on, I was from just looking him. at it. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's go to Eric in Georgia.
2: Eric. Hey, good morning, man. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, uh, I'm a big Cowboys fan, and I want to. I'm, I'm looking. I'm hoping that uh, the Cowboys can trade back, but uh, Keyshawn, you guys, how far? How, I'm a Caleb Farley fan. I really think that uh, not long ago he was the number one corner. But if they can trade back and get him in the late
0: first and get a couple picks, what do you think about that? Thanks, Caleb God, Farley. Have a
2: good day. Well, back. I think when you think about Caleb Farley, the back injuries is showing up again. That could be problematic. Teams don't like to draft injured players or guys that they perceive to be injured um, because you're taking a little bit of a risk. Sitting at 10, if they can get Patrick Sertan Jr., then uh, the, the, the second I was told not to say junior, the second, Mm -hmm. um, then that would be the pick. When you look at Dan Quinn's defense and his style at cornerback, he liked long, rangy guys. J.C. Horn, to me, is a physical corner as well. Tall, long, rangy. Both of them have uh, NFL pedigree with dads being former players in the NFL. So Patrick Sertan, Jr., to me, though, would be the pick at 10. If if for some reason they think they can slide back one or two picks and gain something and still get their guy – then they could do that as well.
1: What's the difference between Junior and the second? Is it the middle name? It like, has what, something
2: what, what, to do with the South, man. I don't – yeah, Like, is it – Evan,
1: you want to explain yeah, to Is there, Is there a Allen? thing there? I, I don't know. It's probably not worth discussing. Maybe somebody can just tweet at me. That would be fine. We continue talking an NFL Draft with Keyshawn Johnson, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on KJZ ESPN Radio. We go to Jersey City now. We talk to Dave. What's up, Dave? Good
2: morning. Good morning. Keyshawn, I'm going to be mad at you right now. And I think you, you, you act like you not shown, not not Jay Harris no respect. I think – but I'm glad Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh can get him at 20, Hold I'm on, glad hold, for on that, what, I think, hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. They got that what, wrong. What, what, what show you listening to, man? Man. What show are you listening to? That I think I I really think the Jets should, should, should
3: give that, him that, and they could have Donald, Dave. but it's too late now. Well, hey, man. hey! You
2: you 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 going all New Jersey, New York on me? You're not even listening to the show. If you think that I'm disrespecting Najee Harris, he didn't. You know what did you listen? What did you hear? Who show you listening to? You, 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 undergrad. Najee Harris is, is going to be a bad boy. If they would have said, "Oh, we draft Jim Brown," you'd be jumping all over the older the employees. What the road. hell? Is, what the hell? Have you heard me say?
1: You're not listening to this show, then, bruh. Dave, we had a mock draft. We had somebody. <laughs> it was Mike Greenberg who was the one who selected Jalen Waddle, and then the next pick was the Steelers. And Brooke Pryor chose Najee Harris. And Keyshawn said after Greeny made the pick, he disagreed. He said it shouldn't be Waddle, that it should be Najee Harris. So Key was actually saying that he likes Najee Harris and would take him instead of Waddle. So I just don't – I'm trying to figure out how, how you got your to your radio conclusion. Maybe
2: went out or something, dog. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Dave, you can apologize at any moment now.
2: I'm not going to
3: apologize. Najee Harris is – is, is, is a is a bad young man
1: <laughs> I said I'm not that though right, I, I tell you what Dave we're done with you today
2: that's, that's the thing about listeners I love them well but the whole idea is they, you're
1: called a listener
2: they, they, <laughs> the whole idea yes but it's so funny because they hear what they want to hear I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like children. All I've been saying is Dasha Harris is the number one running back. <laughs> but your, of your board. reaction do, to I do it. I
4: love how he said the Jets should have gotten him at twenty three, and now it's too late. It's a mock draft. <laughs> it's
2: not too late for and anything. Now it's
1: too late. And if you would have, if you would have picked Jim Brown, you would have liked it.
2: I wasn't born. <laughs> I didn't see Jim Brown play. <laughs> the Jets weren't around. God, <laughs> that's one thing I. Boy, I think that's a good place to
1: stop. Listeners, with the be calls so funny now. to me.
2: <laughs> you did. And then <laughs> I said,
1: you can apologize. I didn't apologize anything. <laughs> He <laughs> just got the whole
2: he thing wrong. He should have just said he don't like me. He had a problem with me when I played for the Jets, and I'm is, arrogant, is and that I'm what it is? content, and all I do is talk about myself. He should have just said those things. He so I just don't that.
1: I don't like you, and therefore I don't like your takes.
2: Now he should have just said that. Is that
1: pretty much what it is Because it's that's
2: probably what he thinks anyway. Like, I really give a damn, though. <laughs> Alan,
4: do you want the explanation on Boy, why we couldn't don't. call Patrick Sertan Junior? Yeah,
2: yes, I asked like you to know give what
1: us junior in the second. So what's he's
4: the he's the second. If you refer to somebody as junior in the South, they have to be a Bubba. So he's not a Bubba.
1: That's a real thing?
2: What what's a Bubba? A junior in the South.
1: They're called so Bubba. So we
2: call so if I saw somebody in the South and I said, Hey, what's up, Bubba? That means he's a junior? So so Forrest Gump's friend Bubba was actually a junior.
4: Yes, exactly. Because he – Who's Benjamin Bedford Blue, the third, That's I right,
1: yes. No, well, he can't be the third.
4: Well, you can be the third, yeah. You can he could be, be a Bubba. Bubba.
1: You could be a Bubba at, at – all right. It's a lot for me to understand this early <laughs> right, in the morning. Right, a Bubba,
2: a junior, and a third, and a mm. second. How about just his name, Patrick Sertan? y'all figure out if he's a junior or if he's a Bubba or if he's a second or a third? I, I, I don't know. There's a
1: lot to figure out, including, of course, figuring out a very interesting take – by Stephen A., who claims that KD and Kyrie are going to regret signing with the Nets. You've got to hear this take and, of course, our reaction to it, and we'd love to get your reaction to it certainly as well. 888-ESPN-88729-3776. So we'll get to all that coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio and ESPN News on TV. Did you make that?
3: Put some respect on the New York Knicks, like factual. Right now, if I had a vote, he's got to be on one of the three teams. Back to Randall. Wing right three at the shot clock. Buzzer! Buried it, and that might have been the dagger.
4: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet?
1: You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.
3: Here's Durant with an eight-point Brooklyn lead. Durant puts it up, puts it
0: in. How about 32
3: points in his return from injury for Kevin Durant? Yeah, it's like riding a bike. You, know, you get your your footing right, and you know you just get your rhythm going. And I think my teammates did a great job of looking for me all game. You know, efficient. Thought there was a pretty good flow out there for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: they better oh, look man. for KD. KJZ
1: ESPN Radio. Allen Hahn kicking it with Keith today, and yeah, I mean that's really what you think about, right? Like, but KD comes back though after missing lengths of time, and he looks like he doesn't miss. Like it just it's. He said riding a bike. It literally looks like that for him. Everybody else has rust. Look at AD. You got rust to kick off. You got to get yourself back in rhythm. Whatever. Kevin
2: Durant returns, and it's just like yep, buckets. Well, some guys can do that. LeBron will be the same. Not way. a lot of guys. Some guys can though. Some guys can miss and it come back. It's like riding a bike, man. Uh, it's it's that way. Yeah. It. And but that's it remarkable also, though. But it also depends on where you're at from a mental standpoint. If Good. you if you're out there, gingered moving around very gingerly and kind yeah. of just kind of yeah. picking your spots like A.D. was doing when he first came back. Worried about getting hurt Worried again. Worried about getting hurt again. Mm-hmm. But if you K.D., you're like, man, I'm not even tripping. When he first got back prior to even playing this season, when he first started training, you could tell just from the little bit of video you saw, oh, he's going to be fine. He'll he'll, he'll be Okay. And that's you can just tell,
1: but that has to—he has to realize that like, I'm good. And sometimes it does Absolutely. take a few of those for that to happen. Like Alex Smith getting, you know, getting hit by um, who was it? Aaron Donald. Aaron that, Donald. That kind that of told was, him, yeah, that's a little right, scary. Though. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, but you get hit by that guy and you survive. Okay, I think I think I'm fine now. But you know, well, for, he's a walk. Kate, he's a walking bucket, though, man. Oof, that's, he is so good. And, and again, that's always the story about the Nets. Is really you'll judge them on when they're all healthy and what they do in the postseason. Now. Of course, here in New York, and I know you love this stuff, so you can go ahead and start rolling your eyes. <laughs> what we have now is a situation. And what we have is a Knicks team that has, and I know last night's loss notwithstanding, it was a great game, by the way. It was. It really it was. was a great yeah. game last night. But the Knicks have been surging, playing well, up to fourth now in the East. Yes. And look like a team that is on the rise. Certainly not a contender for a championship, but a lot closer to maybe we thought. You- and they're a fun team, right? They're a fun team, homegrown, a lot of homegrown players and a really fun team to watch. The Nets, of course, are a superpower with great stars and great marquee value and a chance to win a championship. In fact, odds on favorite probably at this point to win a championship when healthy. And Stephen A. Smith looks at now these two things, and he sees how Julius Randle seems to be a bigger trending topic in New York than Kevin Durant. That... I w- R.J. Barrett is a bigger trending topic that Tom Thibodeau, a bigger trending topic that the Knicks mild success is a bigger deal than what the Nets are doing so far. And so he takes it to this level on first take yesterday that he believes that these guys, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving might actually regret the decision of going to Brooklyn instead of Madison square garden.
2: I want to state for the record, whether they admit it or not, that if the New York Knicks are in the playoffs and the Brooklyn Nets don't win the chip, KD, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving will regret oh,
3: the day they passed on becoming you, a mouse,
2: New York I can't. Knick. I don't. Molly wasn't having it, <laughs> yeah, clearly. I don't, I don't think that that's the case. And maybe Stephen A. Is, is trying to make the point based on this team in New York, the Knicks that is, you know, going to have a playoff spot, and the the roster the way it is. But if KD and Kyrie were a Nick right now, some of these guys wouldn't even be there. But don't matter. Why? They,
1: it would because you have to understand if if the Knicks were the team with forty, is it forty four or forty two wins right now, first in the East. Yes. With these two, with yes. these guys. Yes. Oh no no you you have, like you you can't stand how we get with mild success. I would be no, insufferable right now next to you. No, I get.
2: I get if they were on the team, they would be legendary right now. No and, they question, even, and they've only no played seven games it. together. There's no question about it. Being in L. A. Raised in L. A. You get it. Yeah. It's the Clipper Laker argument. If, the if Clippers are City was in Laker uniform, calm
1: down. Right? You, you if you they get were
2: excited, just talking about the Relax. Because this is well,
1: relax. You're talking to a New Yorker. You want me to relax talking basketball? I can't it, do it.
2: it. But if it's like the Lakers. In the Clippers, is the argument. And I see it for New York. I couldn't figure out why they decided to go to the Nets versus the Knicks, but because everyone's trying to sell me on ownership that Dolan's and this and Dolan's are that and nobody wants to play for him. And that's what was being sold. So they decided to join the Nets, and you knew they were going to be good.
1: And KD said the Knicks weren't cool.
2: But the Knicks are cool if KD's on the Knicks. <laughs> That's the difference. If I'm KD and Kyrie, I'm going to the Knicks. I want that smoke. Why? Because it's going to take me to a whole nother level. I don't know. And you have to educate me and tell me. If they win in Brooklyn as the Nets and they win a championship, mm-hmm. it won't have the same gravitas as winning as a Knicks. Not even close. See, I want the Knicks stuff. I don't want the Nets stuff. I want to be at the top of the Empire State Building as a Nick with a Nick jersey on, opposed to being in just a high rise as a Brooklyn Net. That's how I feel about the Clippers and the Lakers. If the Clippers were to win a championship, it's like, oh, okay, cool. What time is their ticket tape? Oh, it's at 1. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, we, avoid,
1: I'll avoid downtown.
2: No, it's <laughs> what channels are they going to be on? Oh, they might be on, like, Channel 5. They're going to show it live, KTLA. Oh, they're not going to show it on ABC or CBS? No, it's just going to be – that's the way the Clippers are viewed. Mm. I view the Nets the same way as someone who's here. Where the Knicks, I'm like, that's popping right there. Mm-hmm. That's just me, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, it's not. And, of course, the question is is if the, if the Nets – that's what Stephen A's saying. If they don't win a championship, they fall short of yes. that. Yes. And the Knicks are in the playoffs. The Knicks had a better season by comparison, you know, again – it's boom or
2: bust for the Nets regardless if the Knicks make the playoffs or not based on the construction of the roster and how they went about getting Harden and now Blake Griffin. So when you put all that together, they have a what I would call a dream team coaching staff, right? They got a dream team coaching staff over there. They got a, a, a former MVP They got uh, uh, Mike Mm -hmm. uh, D'Antoni, all-time winning coach or whatever you want to call it, Jacques Vaughn. I mean, they got all the the pieces on the staff that's aligned with star power. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the court, they got ridiculous star power. They're expected to go to the championship and possibly win. They're built for that. The Knicks are expected just to figure out how to get to next season. (laughs) So, I mean, that's... That's the way you came into the season believing that. Yeah. So why wouldn't you go out the season believing that? Well,
1: of course. But it's, it's always about, again, it's always about the right now. And the right now is this was the opportunity for the Nets to take over, the, as they always say, take over the city to, to get a whole generation of fans on their side. We talked to Andrew Yang yesterday about he left the Knicks for the Nets. And, and that was supposed to happen. But because this Knicks team has become sort of that it's a fun team to root for, you're, you're not doing that as the Nets. And so even winning a championship might not move the needle as much as you might have thought, which is, you know, again, which is remarkable. But let me ask you this. And, again, it's Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> all join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Um, I, I, want, I want to ask you, like, you already have now star power in L.A. on both teams, right? You got yeah. obviously Paul George and Kawhi on the, on the Clippers. Yeah, different, though, AD yes. LeBron yes. on the Lakers. Serious star power. Serious teams that are major market teams that are going to always be on ABC, ESPN, TNT, all that stuff. In New York, you have the Nets and their star power. The Knicks are a fun team, but they don't have the star power. Yes. If you're the NBA, it's like the it's not like the final piece. If I can get some stars, like marquee names on the Knicks, you've got now four teams in two of your biggest markets. Yes. With big names. They always say, like, all oh, the small markets are still important. How big would that be for the league, though? Is that important for the league, do you think?
2: I think it's important to have winning teams in big cities, no question about it. Um but I don't think that the league would go out of his way to push star power to the
1: Knicks, per se. Well, you, you don't have to do that. The Knicks are maybe doing it for themselves by looking like a team that's fun and maybe stars would want to come here. I'm just saying, for the NBA, that could be real interesting. If they do attract a star or two, well, then you got, for the league, four teams in your major markets that all have star power. and, and that's Damon Lillard on his way to the, the Knicks. Lot. All right, you start the rumor, I'll I'll carry it from here. 888-SAY-ESPN, 8 8, 888 729 7, 7, We'll continue with your draft calls, even on the Knicks-Nets topic, if you'd like. But what's the biggest lie of the draft this year? Again, 888-729-3776, 8 888-SAY-ESPN. 8, 7, 7, 8 8, KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN
0: News. Coming up this morning on KJZ... KJZ. Devonte Smith, Heisman Trophy winner and projected first-round draft pick. Alabama. Devontae Smith with Keachan, J. Will, and Zubin. This morning at 910 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News.
3: Passion, drive, and patience.
1: Keyshawn J Will Zubin. Alan Hahn with Key today. 888 8 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. 3776. How many sevens am I going to do there? Listen, I had a game last night. Excuses. I'm a little I'm a little foggy right now. Excuses. Didn't even know that I put on Yankee socks this morning. You keep looking Because <laughs>
2: 'cause you're 49, you're almost fifty years old and you're wearing team issue gear all, to work.
1: All about comfort. That's what it's about. All about the comfort. It's all about you right now in the calls. Again, 888 8 ESPN. Let's take Robert in Virginia. Go ahead, Robert.
0: Yeah, I, I can't believe Stephen A. Smith. He reminds me of those Republicans, all these conspiracy theories. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Those guys are happy to be playing together. You can tell they enjoy playing together. And, and if Harden comes back, the Lakers cannot beat them. Hey, well, hold on, you, man. Hold uh,
2: on, Robert. Robert, Robert, yeah. There, you, oh, you
0: got him. You got me messed
2: you up now. You got him, Robert. I can use some other words in front of messed up, but I ain't going to do that. You, you, Come on, man. Stop. Uh, the, the 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 nets are legit there's no question about it but to talk about that the lakers can and the lakers Who's guard who's guarding James? Who's guarding Harden? You pick who? who who you want. On Kuzma? Him. Yeah, that's who's fine. Who well, you want you want Kuz on him? You want uh, uh head headband who else? on him? Um Oh Caruso? You want Caruso on him? Mm. You want to run KPC at him? What, yeah. Like what you want to well, do? They,
1: you're going to need all of them cuz it's about no. that's
2: about 18 pounds. Okay. Fouls. So who's going to guard who's going who's going to guard LeBron?
1: Well, you have Kevin Durant and LeBron are pretty who, much head-to-head. Who, head.
2: Who's going to guard LeBron? Yeah, yeah you're going to have that. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah. what? Well, who's going to guard yeah, Jeff, AD? Jeff
1: Green physically can handle who's that as well. Who's going
2: to guard AD? Oh, they've got a, t- they've got a handful and then, of things, by the way. And then we got the big boy. He's just bullying everybody right <laughs> now. Oh. Um my man, we just got him. We just grabbed Andre him. Drummond. Yeah, Drummond. Like, mm. come on, DeAndre
1: man. Jordan. It's like the same thing.
2: Okay, well, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. You feel that way as a New York Ki- guy. Kyrie
1: it. and Schroeder to me is the most compelling matchup that's between a good one. because Schreuder, because Schreuder they don't like back now. and they don't like each other. He's not going back down. I kind of like that. He's
2: not going back don't down. Don't
1: you think you got to play mental warfare with the Nets? It's not just. A, it's not going to be a physical game. It's got to be mental warfare with them. You got to well, mess think, with
2: them. I think that's going to be part of it. Mm. And by the end, the building should be a little more crowd, right? Yeah. Well, both coasts
1: in New York. I mean, how many are at Staples now? I want to say eighteen hundred. Yeah, there's two thousand now in New York, but by the playoffs, I think they're going to bump it up to about twenty five percent. So you are talking about forty five hundred? Yeah.
2: So the whole mistake, a little of more the energy, staples, all that. You know. Okay. We'll see.
1: Spencer's in Dallas. Go ahead, Spencer.
2: Man, listen here. So oh, Knicks fan, I don't think Katie and Kyrie wanted no smoke with them Knicks because. Risk-reward, you go big, you win big. It's easier to go ahead and go to Brooklyn because all that sunshine ain't going to be on you. Whereas you win big in New York, you're going to get the glory in New York. It's like the Giants and the Jets. I'm not going to the Jets. I'm going to the Giants. Wait, hold on, man. I played for the Jets. (laughs) I'm still still living off the AFC Championship game. What do you mean? (laughs) I'm still eating all that. You and Bart Scott. Look, I'm still eating all that. Yeah, exactly. t J-Will, and Zubin. Brought to you by a Progressive. I'm still eating on this. What the hell is wrong with him?
1: <laughs> but I see what he's saying though, and, and he's talking about like what you said though. Yeah, I you, know. you'd, you'd want the I'd rather the go to bigger the bigger stage. Yeah, I'd rather go to the Knicks. But there is something to be said about maybe the easier place to go to. Yeah, where I'm not, I'm I used to say this easy. with Carmelo Anthony when he came to the Knicks, I said, the Knicks jersey is the heaviest jersey in the league. He puts that on and all the weight of
2: expectations that he had yes. to carry, and it wasn't easy. But I want that though. Yep. I embraced that. Not everybody's I have no like problem. That. If I was playing hoops and somebody said you could be drafted by the Knicks or you could be drafted by Orlando, I'm like, come on, man. I'm going to the Knicks. I'm about to take Madison Square Garden and put it on my back mm-hmm. because that's just who I am. I want that because I can attract you to come play with me at Madison Square Garden. If I'm Kyrie, I'm coming to Madison Square Garden. I don't care if I grew up in New Jersey or not. The Nets ain't in Jersey no more. The Nets in Brooklyn. I want to play for the Knicks. If, I don't care who the owner is. I want to play for the Knicks because I'm about to prove to y'all we can really turn this thing all the way around.
1: If you could talk to KD, would you ask him about that? Would you wonder? Would you want to know his reasoning, or does it not doesn't affect you at all? Like, or do you already know just by the decision he made?
2: I don't know him enough to know why he made the decision. So would you want to know? I would as ask an athlete? him, like, yep. why wouldn't you go to the Knicks versus going to the Nets? Maybe he felt the building was cooler and it was shinier. I don't know. I have no idea. It's the garden. I man. can't. I can't. Um, I can't say that he was running from the heat of being a Nick. It certainly seems that now that you can see where the Knicks are playing good, and everybody's like, "Oh my God!" The expectations on people like you are going crazy. And if they st- was there, and it was sort of kind of hovering around. The fifth seed, or something like that, and people would be like, "Ah, oh, we should have never signed him." Or he's always hurt. Maybe he didn't want well, that. that. That part
1: we always forget. He had to sit out an entire year, yeah. and we all know how patient we are here in New York. How we would have accepted. Man, that. I would have took. We would have been like, "He could play now. You're fine." Kobe came back in like three months from that injury. What are you talking about? That certainly would have been the conversation. Jason's yeah, I can't in North Carolina. To
2: people.
1: Jason, how we doing
0: this
2: morning? What's, what's happening,
1: happening, man?
0: Yeah, I think Katie and Kyrie are, are the perfect choice for Brooklyn. I mean, they're the, they're the ultimate cynical, woe-is-me millennials. I mean, they want to win on their terms, and the Knicks are not their terms. I well, mean, that, it's that's like, true. That's I true. mean, it's like when you go home to your hometown and you see two guys that you know that went to private school, but then you see them at dive bars and heck, like everything that ever – Happened that was bad in the world happened to them and talk about joining Greenpeace and stuff. That's them. Evan, our producer. He went
1: to Cranbrook. It's a private school.
2: No, but but <laughs> but, but see, like the way that I look at it though, for for Katie, and them is they win with the Knicks regardless. If they take the Knicks to the championship and lose, yeah, that's a win. I get your point. It's like that's regardless of all the that's issues with the French. Like, like you went that's into the win. Jets,
1: and what were the Jets but a disaster,
2: right? Yeah, man, please. And a you, it, 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 Richie Kotai was the head coach.
1: Yeah. Did it phase you? No. Yeah, no. No, like because certain I, was people are built bigger,
2: I was looking at I was looking at something different. I was looking at this franchise has been in the dumps. If I could help get them out of the dumps, this will be great. That's how I was thinking. I wasn't thinking about worrying about you at Newsday writing an article about me. I could care less about that. I wanted to get the team to a situation where we were competing for championships all the time. Now, they make. what if they don't win in Brooklyn at all? What if they just don't Think win in it, Brooklyn? Think about it. It's a
1: short window because they've got, you know, they've only, they, they both signed three-year deals. So, you know, you're already at the end of these deals next year with an option, obviously. And if it's not working out, you know, that all of a sudden becomes a conversation. But it's just hard to believe it's not going to work. I mean, there's just so much talent. The, the James Harden addition, to me, was like that thing that locked it up. Now, of course, it has to get done, and that's what we're looking forward to. So we'll continue this conversation, and this will be interesting. the one place that Keyshawn did not want to be drafted. Where is that? Well, that's coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and, of course, you can find us on the ESPN app.
3: We didn't want him anyway.